0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk you. Recorded live.
2: God is so good.
1: We thank you today, Father. God is so good. God
0: is so good. We bring you all the praise.
1: Our Lord has made. We are rejoicing. We are glad in it. His mercies have been renewed this day for you and I. God has been good to us. We are expected to praise Him.
0: Are expected to worship Him. Offer Him the fruit of your lips, the sacrifice of praise. God is so good. God is so
2: good.
0: Jesus, you are so good to me so good to me lord lord you've been so so, so.
1: Precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, Pastor of the Christians in the Church, Kensington, North Carolina, USA. I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people.
0: All over the world. Our God is so good. This is the day that He has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. He is. God is so so wonderful. God is
1: everything, everything will ever Once again, in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our soon-coming King, we thank God for another day, another opportunity at life to get right, to do right, to be right, to do more of his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know we just finished our most recent topic entitled what? Who's in you? What are some of the things we understand that are in us? Flesh sometimes is in us. We we, got to deal with that. Who else sometimes get in us? Who? The love of God. That's what we want mostly in us. Who else? What do we got? Satan can get in us too if we're not careful. We don't want him in, but sometimes that character gets in. But um, we thank God for everything that he shared with us during that particular topic. It brings us down to something the Lord gave us some time ago. I don't have the year, I just have the uh, month and the day. But the Lord had shared with us some time ago that we got that kind of power. And we're going to be taking a look at, children of God, uh, some of the the power that God has given to you and I as his children. Now, we got that kind of power to do good things, but we also have that kind of power to do some not-so-good things. We want to be careful. We want to be cognizant. We want to be aware and mindful of how we use the power that has been given to us because one one of the most abused things in creation is power. One of the most dangerous things in all creation is power that is abused. We're going to look at capital A in our outline, call things, call things. Now, this is important, children of God, because oftentimes what we call things will have a um, profound uh, relevance as to how we treat things and how we respond to things. So, you know, it's important to call things. Uh, what God calls them. That will get you started in responding to things, people, places, and things, like God responds to them. You mess around and call something the wrong thing and respond to it the wrong way. God is placing in my spirit. You mess around and call a uh, black mamba a pussycat. And the reason why black mamba comes to my mind, I was in Africa some time ago out in the bush with some bush men. And uh, we were going to look at one structure that had been built by one of the brothers. I mean, these are brothers that live out there in that kind of stuff and do all kind of stuff out there. I'm all out there with them and looked up in a tree, maybe maybe about 10, 15 feet up in the tree, and there was a large black mamba. Uh, wrapped around the tree. And I called the attention to some of the brothers that I was with. I was like, hey, hey, y'all, look at that. That's uh, Black Mamba right there. They were like, ah, apostle, it's okay. I was like, what do you mean it's okay? Black Mamba is one of the most deadly snakes known to man. No, it is not okay. Black Mamba's out here man. Ah, apostle, it's okay. Well, we carried on. We carried on. But, you know, uh, understanding... That what we call things is very important in how we deal with them, how we treat them, and uh, oftentimes even the, the response from that particular thing to us. What do we call things? Uh, the Lord has something else in my in my spirit that uh, you know, I was watching um what's that Chris Tucker movie with Jackie Chan Rush Hour? Watching Rush Hour, uh, the very first one. It's just a funny movie to me, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. I I often wish they had made more movies because they're a funny combination to me. But, uh, you know, Chris Tucker had taken Jackie Chan into a, like a bar or establishment run by his cousin. And he was going in there, you know, where a lot of African-Americans was. Chris Tucker was playing a policeman and he was going up to the African-Americans saying, you know, what's up, my nigga? What's up, my nigga? You know, shaking hands with him. Well, you know, they were shaking hands, and, you know, because it was kind of like, you know, a a black thing. Well, Jackie Chan, you know, he he was playing like he didn't know what was going on, and, you know, but he said to the bartender, he went up to the bar when Jackie Chan had left. I mean, when uh, Chris Tucker had gone out, Jackie Chan had went to the bartender and said uh, to the bartender, what's up, my nigga? Bartender looked at him, big African-American, said, what did you say? Jackie Chan said, what's up, my nigga? And the guy, they, a big fight broke out, ended up breaking. It was just, it was just so funny. You say, well, possible, what is, what is the message there? Well, you know, the response that Chris Tucker got being an African-American, saying that to African-Americans, was one thing. But the response that Jackie Chan got being a Chinese, you know, of, of Asian descent to an African-American was a whole different thing. So, so what we call things can also influence the response, from that particular thing to us. So we want to be very mindful and very, very careful. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, As it is written, God says, I have made you a father of many nations. Abraham is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed the God who gives life to the dead, watch this, and calls things that are not as though they were. He or God or Abraham is our father in the sight of God, in whom he or Abraham believed the God who gives life to the dead, and calls things. God calls things that are not as though they were. Capital A, what? Calls things. Be mindful, be careful of what you call things, of what you call things. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. We thank you today, Father, for another beautiful day. We thank you, Father, for life, health, strength for healing power, power, Father, for deliverance. We thank you, Father, for not dealing with us as our sins deserve. Father, we even thank you for our trials, our tribulations, because you have told us that all things work together for our good, for those of us who love you and have been called according to your purpose. Father, we thank you for the privilege to be able to worship you, to be able to praise you, to be able to magnify you. We thank you for a mind, Father, that, that even desires, to do these things for you. You are uh, truly awesome in us, through us, for us, to us. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. Father, we ask that you will open up these scriptures to our hearts and our minds. May your people, wherever they are and whenever they listen to this broadcast, may you have a word of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom that will uh, cause us to go a little bit higher in you that we may do your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Father, forgive us of our sins, trespasses, and iniquities, as we forgive those who have sinned and trespassed against us. We give you glory in advance, Father, trusting you're going to do something extra special in our midst today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Call things, call things. It is, you know, As you study the Bible and you look here in Romans chapter 4, And it deals a lot about Abraham being justified by faith. Now, justified, declared not guilty. There's a a very simple three-word definition for justified. Whether you did it or not, when you are justified or, 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 you know, in God's sight, you are made right. In God's sight. Abraham was justified by faith. He was made right in God's sight. He was declared not guilty, not that he had not committed some sins, not that he had not told some lies and made some mistakes, but his faith worked to uh cause all of that to be overlooked in a sense. Now, you got to hear this. Uh um my spirit is going to this, this cooler. We've got a cooler children of God that we keep, uh, you know, we go on trips of different things. We'll pack it full of ice and drinks and all kinds of different things. And the inside of it is fine, but the outside of it had gotten faded, you know, gotten cracked, was starting to look pretty bad. Some of the saints were suggesting, you know, get a new cooler. I was like, no, I will not want to spend $23 to get A new cooler, nothing is wrong with this. I said, let me try first a $2 can of spray paint. Got the spray paint. We taped off the edges and the parts that we didn't want painted, repainted it with the red uh, spray paint. Now, the cooler was red, but it was faded. It was looking kind of, but when we hit it with the the new red spray paint, the cooler looks much, much better. You say, Apostle, what are you driving at? What that red spray paint did was it covered over all of that that was looking crazy. You say, boss, what's the parable here? The parable is this, that our faith in Jesus Christ acts much like the what? Spray paint. It causes God to cover over all kind of craziness that we may have done, that we even may be doing. The Bible says, thank you, Father, that love, God says my people need to understand that love covers a multitude of sins. Now, love covers a multitude. Not that you didn't do it. Not that if you scrape that paint off that cooler, you would find the same what? Craziness that we painted over to cover. You'd find the craziness because it's there, but it's just been covered over. Well, God's love covers a multitude of our sins. Now, here's, here's where it gets dicey, children of God. You have got to place your faith in Christ in order for God's love to cover your sins to a point that he doesn't send you to hell. Now, now this, is where, this, this is where it gets dicey now. Even though love covers a multitude of sins, God loves people that he sent to hell. It's not that God sent people to hell because he don't love them. He sent people to hell because they didn't place their faith in his only substitute for sins, which is Jesus Christ. You've got to place your faith in Jesus Christ. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died as a substitute for my sins. I believe that God rose him from the dead. That I believe that you, So, so, so the, the covering of your sins and my sins needs to be met with faith. Even though our sins, God's love covers multitude of our sins, we've got to place our faith in that covering to keep us out of hell. Or you can just let God's love cover your sins because God still loves you, but you don't want to place your faith back in him. So God's love cover your sin, but then God, God's same love throw you into hell. We want God's love to cover our sin and God's love to take us to heaven. And the only way that can be done is by faith in Jesus Christ. By faith, Abraham was justified. So you see that faith, what by faith will cause some things to happen in your life that nothing else will cause. In other words, God said you wouldn't have been able to do that had it not been for faith, had it not been for your faith, had it not been for your uh, belief God says, in what I have told you, my spirit is going to one of the deacons. The Lord had placed in my spirit, I think it was last week, or, you know, maybe about a week or so ago, to tell him to get ready for promotion. He contacted me last night. He said, Apostle, in the last 24 hours, I've received four different job opportunities, you know, very, very sweet jobs, very, very uh, high-ranking and high-paying position." I said, we give God praise. Faith. Now, had he not believed what the, what the apostle or the prophet had said to him, then he might have missed that blessing. So, so God has got blessings for you and I, but we have got to take by faith. We're talking about calling things. We've got to take by faith what God has said in order to receive those things. All right, all right, here we go. Jesus told his disciples he must suffer many things at the hands of the elders. The chief priest teaches the law. He must be killed and on the third day, raised to life, and that he was going to meet his disciples in Galilee. Well, the disciples didn't believe that. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't accept that. See. So now, third day, they're looking for Jesus in places where he is no longer. Some of you all understand my voice. You're looking for the blessings of God in places that God says not there. You're looking for the promises of God in places where God didn't say they were going to be. So by our faith, what our faith will do is it will put us in the place that God wants us to be in order for us to receive the blessing that God has for us. Faith will put you in the right faith. Faith will put you in, in, in church. Faith will put you up under the apostles' doctrine on a daily basis. It's my faith. That's why we, we, we do this. It's my faith. Now, can't say we're doing this for no no whole lot of money. A whole lot of you characters out there, you ain't trying to support the ministry, and that's your business. But by faith, we're taking that by by searching God's Scripture, by uh, studying the Word of God, that God is adding blessings to our life, to our church, to our ministry, and He is. So what faith will do is it will put you in the place that God wants you for the blessings that God has for you. Abraham's faith put him up on, Mount, on the mountain, getting ready to, on Mount Moriah. I think that was the name of the mountain where he was about to slay his son. His, Abraham's faith put him on Mount Moriah with a, with, a, with a knife drawn to slay his son when the Lord said, you know, basically, hold up, hold up, hold up. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that. I know that you, you know, you trust me and that you believe me. Look over there. And he looked and saw the ram. Caught in the bush. Well, his faith put him in position to see the ram in the bush. See, if you don't have faith, you ain't going to go up there, you ain't even going to be in position. So you'll never see the ram in the bush because without faith, you won't even be in the place to see the provision of God. Without faith, you won't even be in a position to see how God's going to do it. I know when the Lord told me to leave my job, man, I was making pretty nice money. But these parts, doing something that I love, I mean, man, I don't know if things could have been much sweeter. Well, the Lord said, let it all go. Let it all go. I was like, what? What? The Lord said, let it all go. He didn't explain to me how he was going to provide. He didn't explain nothing. All he said was, let it go. Well, once it was let go, now I'm able to see some of the provisions that, that, that God is, is making. So we, in order to, to, to see... What God has for you, you're going to have to trust the things God has said to you. What? In order to see the things that God has for you, you're going to have to trust the things God has said to you. This is why... Abraham is known as the father of them that, I, that, that believe. The writer says he is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed the God who gives life. See, the more you believe God, the more you go where God tells you to go, the more you do where God tells you to do, the more God will show you. Some of you all out there on the sound of my voice, you complaining, complaining, oh, God ain't showing me much. Well, that, that, normally that's because you ain't believing God much. God show a lot of stuff to people that believe him a lot. God talk to a lot to people that want to hear him a lot. You don't want to hear a lot out of God, he won't say much to you. Think about yourself. How many times you call people on telephone that, don't, that, that, that you know don't want to talk to you? How many times you invite people over to your house you know that don't want to see you? You try to stay about as far away from, from them as they trying to stay from you. But if it's somebody you know that enjoys your company and you enjoy their company, you two be looking for reasons to come together. I think about a friend of mine. You know, he would contact me. You know, we'll contact each other just about every week. You know, end up going out to lunch somewhere, you know, talking about all kinds of different things. Well, why? He enjoys my company. I enjoy his company. So we find time. We find space to get together. When you, when you love somebody and you know that somebody loves you, you're going to find time, you're going to find space to get together. Well, when you love God, you're going to find time to get, get together with God. I mean, you might be hurting, you might be sick, you might be at, but hey, hey, this, this is my God. <laughs> you're talking about my God. You're talking about my partner. You're talking about my, you know, like many many African Americans say, you're talking about my ace, boom, coon. See, this is God. Now, I gotta I got to find some time. For my God, my my creator, my sustainer, God is our friend, children of God. That's part of what salvation is. It brings us from being enemies of God because of our, our, um, you know, sin and our corrupt God to being friends of God. It's a beautiful thing to be a friend of God. So Abraham believed God who gives life to the dead. Watch this. And this is what God does. God calls things that are not. Call God said, look, I, God says, Robert, tell my people to start calling things that are not as though they were. There's some are nots in your life. Some of you all understand my voice. You ain't got no job. Start talking just like you do. Some of you all understand my voice. You're hurting in your body. Start talking. healing. I'm going to be healed. I'm hurting right now. Back is hurting so bad, I, don't, I, I would like to sit down, but I'm going to be healed in Jesus' name. I'm going to be. So start calling things that are not. Some of you are all young people out there under the sound of my voice, you're making D's and C's in your, in your, in your classes. Start talking A A A B talk. I'm going to be making A's and B's. Start calling things that are not. The Bible says without a vision, the people will perish. Basically, what calling things that are not as though they are or as though they were is it's verbally expressing your vision, verbally expressing your vision. I, you know, my spirit goes to
2: my last
1: college basketball game. We had lost in the NCAA tournament, and I was a senior. My roommate was a junior, and we were coming back late at night on the bus. We lost. And uh, my roommate had asked me, he said, Man, he said, Ra, how does it feel now that it's over? Talking about, you know, my eligibility was up, you know, basketball, organized basketball. We had been playing ball for years. Sitting out of this over. I said, Man, I said, I don't think it's over. I said, You know, God done told me he's going to give me an opportunity to play professional ball. He just kind of looked at me and shake his head. See, call things that are not. Call things. Call things. Call things that are not as though they were. And what will begin to happen in your life as you get in the habit of calling things that are not as though they were, those things will begin, to, will begin to materialize. They will begin to manifest. You've got to have the proper vision. You've got to speak that vision. You've got to talk that vision. You've got to talk it, walk it, work it. Can't expect the, the 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 blessings of God to just come fall in your lap. You got to work for it. Whatever it is, you've got to work for it. You got to suffer for it. If it's worth having, it's worth working for. If it's worth ha- worth having, it's worth suffering for. One of the things the Lord is teaching me through this back injury, God is like, Robert, It's one thing to come down and, 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 and preach my word when your body feeling all good, no pain. I'm like, yeah, Lord. God says, hold whole Another thing come down here when your back feel like it's, 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 it, your spine is being squeezed. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Lord, it is. But if it's worth having, if it's worth doing, it's worth working for, it's worth suffering for. To God, the salvation of us was worthy uh, worthy enough to him that he came and died in physical form. The salvation of God said, look, I didn't come and suffer like I suffered for me to be saved. God said, I was already saved. God said, I came and suffered like I suffered for you to be saved. And this is why we thank him. This is why we praise him. This This is why we love him. If it's worth having, it's worth what? It's
0: worth
2: what?
1: If it's worth having, it's worth working for, and it's worth suffering for. God calls things that are not as though they were Bible says in verse 18, against all hope, Abraham, in hope, believed and so became the father of many nations. God is calling for you and our children of God to believe some things that seem absolutely crazy. To believe some things that seem like nonsense. To believe some things that, that we may very well be in the minority. Bible says against all hope, Abraham in hope, believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him. Well, why did Abraham believe like this? Because of what had been said to him. In other words, because of God's word. See, God wants God want to see how much you really trust him, how much you're really going to stand for him, how much of society's pressure is going to make you start doubting what God has said. God just watch him. God is looking for some children, some, some men and some women servants that will stand on his word, even if you, you, you have to stand uh, without a whole lot of people, even if you have to stand and be ridiculed, be hated, be excluded. God is looking for some people that are, because his word, the Bible said we went over the other day, Jesus said, I must be rejected by this generation. I told you all, you all out there that reject the word of God, reject the things of God, reject the, you're right on point for this generation. You're right on point. Jesus said he must be rejected by this generation. That's, that's what he said. Those of you out there on the sound of my voice that, that don't want to endure sound doctrine, don't want to stay up under the word, you're right on point for your generation. You're doing just what God said your generation would do. Now, I'm not saying that's a good thing. And I'm not saying for you to stay in it, but I'm saying that's exactly what God said this generation would do. I'm calling for you, and God is calling for you and I to be different. God is calling for you and I to go against our generation and to be lights shining in darkness. And we can do it in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. Get in the habit of calling things. Calling things the right the right name. Calling things what God called things. Now, we don't, we don't call, we, listen, we don't call same-sex marriage what the world call it. Talking about uh, gay rights and all. What we call it is an abomination. What we call it is a perversion. See, the world, you know, a lot of times people, you know, if it's something they want to do, they'll put all kind of pretty, try to put a pretty name on it. You know, you take some of the same things that our forefathers in this country did to gain independence from Britain, tearing up all the tea in the Tea Party, you know, blowing up stuff, tearing up stuff. We call them patriots. Got a lot of radical Muslims doing the same thing. Now we call them terrorists. Uh Uh-oh. Everybody got quiet now. Some of the same exact tactics that our forefathers in this country used to gain independence from the British. Some of the same stuff. What happened with the Tea Party? A bunch of tea that won't dare, they went and did what? Dumped it out. Dumped it? How are you going to take somebody else's tea and just dump it out and throw it in the harbor? Call them patriots. Call them patriots. That's why I let radical Muslims do something. First thing we call them is terrorists. Some of the same type stuff. So understand that, you know, the names that people put on stuff, a lot of time it have to do with, with whether or not, you know, who did it. Rich, rich individuals mess around and, and steal a bunch of money. Uh, you know, uh, the brother break into to the company, you know, or poor individual break in the company, steal all the money out to the safe. They call it burglary. Huh? Let uh, one of the vice presidents. Steal a bunch of money, embezzlement. <laughs> you, people, you people are funny. You people are really funny. You people are really funny. Same thing. It's called stealing. Call things what, what God calls them. It's called stealing. Whether the brother Blake break in there dressed in black with a ski mask over his face or whether you with a three-piece suit on and a tie on do it from behind a co- computer, it's called stealing. Don't try to get pretty, because God don't get pretty, not with sin. Sin is ugly, no matter who committing it, black, white, rich, poor, young, old. Call it what it is. Call it what it is. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you today for giving us that kind of power to call things what they are and to call things that are not as though they were. We pray, Father, that someone today, has been blessed at the preaching, the teaching of your holy word. Someone has been saved, Come into the family of God today at the self-same word. We give you glory, we give you honor and praise. Father, I thank you for the healing of this physical body, little bit by little bit, that your work and your will may be done. Watch over us, Father, as we part one from another. Until we meet again, may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit be with us now henceforth, and forevermore. Surely, children of God, goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Three questions, saints. Three questions. Explain how faith justifies us. Explain how faith justifies us. Number two. Faith will put us in a position for what? Faith will put us in the position for what? And number three, what does it mean to call things that are not as though they were? What does it mean to call things that are not as though they were? The Lord bless you, and heaven
2: smile on you. Since you can reach us through email at thechristincentarchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at wwwrchurchcom backslash member backslash to backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us in TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 7 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Cern Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talk Shoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile at you in Jesus, Jesus' name. Amen.
0: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.